So you asked me um, what the intro for this episode needs to be. I sure did. And I feel like the only accurate thing to say right now is just, well, he never gonna be president, now never gonna be president, now never gonna be president. It's fun fiction! That's one less thing to worry about. That's one less thing to worry about. I genuinely blasted that shit. Uh, I think it was the night he yeah. took, the night that Georgia flipped blue. I just drove home. I almost crashed. God. Welcome to Fun Fiction. I'm a bastard, orphan, son of a whore, and a Scotty Moore. And there's a million things I haven't done, and at this point, you should probably just stop waiting. I'm Megan Danger. Oh, man. So I love how I was like, well, we should talk about Hamilton because we're going to record it on the day of the election. And then me and you were both like, yeah, fuck this. We can't talk. We can't talk tonight. We're just both gonna have to focus. <laughs> to be fair, like, the rest of the country was also like, nope, we we can't. I just can't tonight. We've, we've had this plan for weeks. Yeah, I just, I can't. I did the same exact thing that I did last election, which was stay up until about five in the morning playing DBZ Xenoverse 2 while just frantically staring at my phone like, saying, please, please, for the love of God, work out. Yeah. Yeah, I logged an absurd amount of phone time. Yeah. And I watched as the internet just got sent to horny jail over Steve Kornacki. Oh, wait, what? A.K.A. Steve Korsnacki, a.k.a. Matt Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) And what was bad is I was like, it's okay, I only have to stay up until five in the morning this one time. And then the rest of the week happened. (laughs) Tuesday part two, Tuesday part three, Tuesday the Tuesday, too fast, fast, too Tuesday. Tuesday, too furious. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, one of the nights I was ironically enough making my fanfic for this episode. And when I got done, I looked and he had taken Georgia. And that was the moment I said, well, fuck, I'm not sleeping again. I'm not sleeping. I'm just going to stay up until they call it. And then I stayed up for five years. what it felt like but honestly you know even if we had recorded it on election night by the time it would have come out by the time this is out and people hear it they're gonna be like oh yeah the election (laughs) i remember that (laughs) that was a thing that happened (laughs) so we instead are going to be talking about a play about my favorite american president alexander hamilton written by the nasally man himself (laughs) lin-manuel miranda I'm already angry, though, because I know what you did. (laughs) Don't act like you didn't do the exact... Because it's just the obvious thing to do here is like, let's make our own music. Let's make some sweet, sweet music. It's not even just that. It's not that. I'm angry because you did more than me because I was proud of myself. I was like, I put so much work in. Skies could be so proud of me. I figured you were just, you know going to show me up in the usual way by just <laughs> writing like a big long story 
But no, someone's going to have to produce their own fucking off-Broadway play <laughs> over here. I believe your exact quote was, I never should have went up against this theater, kid. Yep. How do you, how do you find the, t- I wrote this sandwiched between, like, two job interviews and having to write a blog about marijuana intimacy prod- products. What? Don't freelance, kids. <laughs> Well, like I said, I was literally <laughs> up until four in the morning working on it. So that's where the time was. It was I, stolen time is what it was. I took it away from the next day. Why do you write like you're running out of time? <laughs> <laughs> so do you have the same history with Hamilton that I do, which is I fucking hated it for about three years and then actually listened and said, oh, this ain't bad. This is pretty good. No, not really, because, so, like, I'm not a theater kid. Uh, I was sort of, I guess what you would call theater kid adjacent in high school, which is where it was, like, a good percentage of my friend group was. So I did not participate, but I just hung out with a lot of theater kids. So, like, I would kind of be going about my day, and then in my ear would just sort of be, like, a constant 525,600 minutes. They'd be like, okay. So yeah, it wasn't until it was like exploded onto the mainstream. And then it was at that point, it was like, well, everybody's listening to it. I guess I'll give it. it and it doesn't sound like fucking wicked or whatever. Yeah. So I guess I'll give it a try. And it was like, all right. See, that's pretty cool. That's what most <laughs> uh, most good uh, musicals have been. Is this, a, is this like, this is not Cats. It ain't generic shit. So, like, there was this, there was, honestly, fucking Beetlejuice rips. Like, Beetlejuice is a very good musical. But, yeah, this one was so unique, but it still had too much theater stank on it for me. And as someone who was not a musical theater kid, but just a theater kid. I was gonna ask that, if you, if, which thing you were <laughs> well we got we got real fucking jaded near the end of college because we were like no the musical theater kids <laughs> always get the best shows we don't get that we don't get the good shows how dead so i was very like musical theater jaded and i also was a little upset because to me and at the time, like, at, now that I've learned about it and learned that Lynn was just like, yeah, I read this thing about Alexander Hamilton, and I was like, man, that boy's a, he, he's a rapper. And I'm like, no, Lynn, no. He's like a hardcore gangster. He's a hardcore. One of my favorite bits I used to do, by the way, was looking up um, insane clown posse lyrics and rapping them as Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, that's fucking funny um but I, I felt like it ripped off one of my favorite musicals which was a pop punk musical about andrew jackson called bloody bloody andrew jackson and that play fucking ribs and so i was like hamilton's just ripping off bloody bloody andrew jackson it's taking the the old people what get put on money and making them cool with music Wow, so that was like hipster shit, but literally in the nerdiest, whitest way possible. Yeah. Like, like you, you, ma- you made a white thing even whiter. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Full on. I was like, no, Lynn hasn't earned this. But then I think the first one, I actually remember distinctly where I was at. I was at work at Universal Studios and in my head, I could hear the lyrics to 10 Dual Commandments and went, that one's not bad. So I pulled up 10 Dual Commandments and said, I'll listen to this one because this one's okay. And then I'd hear like my shot and be like, this one's all right, too. And then eventually it just grew into, this whole thing's good. Fuck. Yeah, I definitely still have ones that, like, I skip. Yeah. Any of the slow ones, any of the ones where Lin-Manuel Miranda has to pretend to sing, any Ooh, of those. Like hur- Hurricane. Oh, Hurricane. <laughs> uh. In the eye of a hurricane, there is quiet. <laughs> For just a moment. In the eye of a hurricane. Cause it, it's not it's not bad on its own, but when you watch the full play like on Disney Plus and you have like Leslie Odom Jr. belting, wait for it, and then you've got David doing whatever the fuck he wants God, because he's yeah. David Diggs, and then you just have like I <laughs> okay, you know what? I understand. That's the problem. The problem is that he surrounds himself with like these incredibly talented singers and rappers. So it really just highlights it because yeah, it's not like he's like the worst singer and like he's a pretty good rapper. But yeah, when you put yourself on the same stage as these like super talented people, it really does highlight that you're just not in the same league as them. Like, Lynn is full on, I will say, if he didn't have to sing, Lynn is very Hamilton. Because I think, like, you know the term canning, where you think you are a character. Oh, he's he's absolutely canning Hamilton. That's why he's playing him. Yeah. Because he's, it's, okay, if we want to, like, get into this, it's fan fiction. It's it is. It's self-insert fan fiction. And he's Hamilton kid. <laughs> My name is Alexander Hamilton. That's me. <laughs> No, no double kinning. No double kinning. <laughs> well, it is like as a artist, like as a writer, especially like you kind of like I get Hamilton, like I vibe with him, but I'm also like, yeah, he made some decisions and like there's probably some stuff Lynn didn't put in the play that makes me go, I probably shouldn't can Alexander Hamilton. Even with the stuff that he did put in, he's an insufferable little dickhead. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's even without the racism. But, like, I, it's one of those things I feel like where if you wrote the thing, you know, you picture yourself, I guess, as the star. I don't know. But my thing is, like, I guess, like, if you wrote this whole thing and you're in control, like, do people, you're, okay, I'm going to backtrack to the beginning now because you know about theater things. Yeah. I really don't. My threshold for theater is low. My threshold for musical theater is even lower. Do People who write the play typically star in the play. Absolutely the fucking not. Usually, <laughs> yeah, that's like, I understand it happening with Lynn because Lynn, 
like here's here's how Hamilton happened, I think. Like how it became such a big thing. Lin Manuel Miranda is like the Alexandria Ocasio Cortez of musical theater, which is <laughs> yeah, they're good at their job, but they're just so fucking charismatic. Like you just can't ignore how charismatic they are. Like that's why it got big. Like between that and then how hard it was to get tickets, and then well, it wasn't ham drops. What did they call them? They were there. They were the the ham. Drops. No, hand right? drops sounds like a, a tasty bacon cough drop. <laughs> no, I'm talking actually. about the, um, the ham for ham, I think is what it was, where... <laughs> it you- sounds like... <laughs> It sounds like 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 ma- mask for mask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, like they would have raffles to give out tickets, and they would literally like Lynn Leslie would all hang out and basically put on a mini show beforehand. So it became kind of just it That's became sick. it became this thing of like word of mouth like it, it became a, the myth of hamilton more than anything else if i can't get tickets we gotta figure this out what's going on in there and then disney plus happened and they were like oh it's a pretty good play where they definitely needed to dub over one specific actor <laughs> i've now just looked up the most gloriously absurd rap lyrics in hip-hop history which of course <laughs> does feature water air Fire, water, fire, air, and dirt. Fucking magnets. How do they work? work? And I don't want to talk to a scientist. Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed. See, I feel like you need to sound at least 10% more on the verge of tears. (laughs) This one is from Wonton Soup by Lil B, and it just makes no sense, and I love it. 30 on my dick on that court like Spalding. (laughs) Bitches suck my dick because I look like J.K. Rowling. What? What does that mean? I don't know, man. Lil B's on some shit. Um, (laughs) Lin-Manuel's on some shit tonight. (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit. Fuck. But yeah, so I guess if if you wrote it and you commanded that presence, even if you knew you kinda couldn't sing, would you still take it if no one could stop you? Oh, absolutely. I'd be like, yeah, no, this is mine. I'd I'd find a way to Milli Vanilli myself. I'd find a way to have someone else sing my important parts and then just... Because, like, I can rap. I can't sing that well. So, like, I I, I get where Lin came from because, like, Lin fits the part so well. Until you remember it's a musical. Like, the minute you remember it's a musical. <laughs> Until you remember that people singing it. Yeah. Oh, God. And then you just got shit like, like, fucking David Diggs. God damn. Oh. He's gorgeous. He's talented. He's funny as fuck. He's, he's so He's funny. met Elmo. <laughs> Although I think of, like, just the, the, the different contexts of David Diggs is amazing. Yeah. Um, because I love the idea of only knowing him from Hamilton and being like, let's explore the the work, the body of work of David Diggs. Like, let's see what else he has to offer. And then you're like, clipping? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I just recently got into clipping. And yeah, no, I was that person. Cause luckily, oh, no. <laughs> luckily, I had a bit of a... Because like, I, I listened to his... This is about to just become fun fiction talks about David Diggs. But I listened to his stuff with the get back, which is not as hard. And then I saw clipping and said, well, let's 
let's have a listen to this. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, haunted rap lyrics about murder. <laughs> I have never felt more unnerved than I have listening to I think it's called Wriggle is the name of the song. And obviously it's pretending to be like, hey, wriggle on the dance floor and do all that. But if you listen, the song is like, wriggle like a dead fish. And I'm like, okay, no, 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 no. I don't want this. I don't want this, Devin. Yeah, clipping is, um, you're never going to feel more like a, more like a little bitch than when you listen to clipping. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really fucking good. But yeah, the dissonance is amazing from like, uh, him on Hamilton, him with Elmo, him with his head turning into a painting, and then shooting guns out of the top of it. Oh shit, dude, I fucking great. love David Diggs so much. Like on on nights where I know I will not be listening to the like paying attention, I will just turn on any David Diggs anything. Like get back clipping doesn't matter but if i have to pay attention then i'm like i can't or i will have a panic attack (laughs) (laughs) so we got him we got leslie odom jr we got yeah the only other context i have for leslie odom jr (laughs) is uh nationwide is on your side oh fuck i didn't know that I didn't yeah. know that shit. Apart from like his fucking jazz albums, is he does one of the nationwide jingles, which is just like you're gonna like play golf and your daughter's growing <laughs> up. I'm Leslie Odom Jr. Junior. Nationwide is on your side. Oh god, I I feel bad because like there are people who are obsessed with Hamilton on the internet and can be like, you're not talking about this cast member, this cast member, this, and I'm like. I'm sorry I can't remember Washington's name. It's Christopher Jackson. I'm on Wikipedia right fucking it's now. It's Moana's dad's singing voice. Moana's dad. <laughs> but not his speaking voice. Which we talked about this before the show, but hold, can't Lin-Manuel Miranda can write a fucking song, can he? He sure can. Can't pick on him about that. Kind of got that on lock. It's so frustrating because... I assume you did what I did, which was rewrite a Hamilton song, but the way he flips words and the way he writes it, it almost becomes impossible because it's just like, okay, he has rhymed five different words in this one sentence. How do I do this? It's almost like he got a MacArthur genius grant (laughs) (laughs) and we're just two dipshits with the podcast. You know what's up? This is my least favorite thing, but I love the fact that if I did ever meet Lin-Manuel Miranda, I guarantee you Hamilton, Moana, all of that would be like my 10th question. My first one would be, can you FaceTime Justin McElroy right now for Wow, me? yeah, I'm sure he would love that. <laughs> oh, you're Hamilton's Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yo, you got Justin's number, though? <laughs> Give me Justin's number, <laughs> can though, you, yo. yo can, you, can you hook a bitch up with a McElroy? <laughs> can you give me that McElroy bump? Come on. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, uh. What, what was the other shit I wanted to hit? You wanted to talk about something on Tumblr, and you refused to tell me what it was, and I'm scared. Oh, fuck yeah. Um. Oh, the one other thing I want to say before that is, like, so it gets a lot of shit now 
because people say, you know, that it doesn't hit, like, enough social issues and that it's extremely cringy. And so what I thought about that was, like, yes, it's it's incredibly cringy, but from what little I can tell of what I my, my limited knowledge of musical theater is all of it's cringy. Yeah. I, I am not I'm not aware of any musical theater that's not cringy, so I feel like that's a little unfair. That's part of the joy of it. It's like, yo, none of us thought we were gonna be cool when we said let's make Beetlejuice sing. We just wanted to see Beetlejuice <laughs> sing, motherfucker. I, I think once you're standing up on a stage pretending to be other people and then you start singing about your feelings, <laughs> ain't nobody's gonna come out of that being cool. And now you're singing about your feelings and th the history of the United States. Like, yeah, nobody's a winner here. <laughs> and then the other thing is, you know, like we said, it's fan fiction. I don't know. I don't feel like other historical shit gets held to that standard. Like, is anybody looking at that fucking 1776 and being like, yo, where's the historical accuracy here when Ben Franklin has his song about how Thomas Jefferson needs to get laid so he can yeah. write the Declaration of Independence? Yeah, it's like uh, fucking, yo, Hitler didn't actually die in a theater like that. Yeah, but Quentin Tarantino fucking wrote it that way. Just let us enjoy this. Also, I'm angry that as someone who doesn't like musical theater, I've fucking seen 1776 and can reference it. I've I've not, because I'm I hate musical theater with the exception <laughs> of Beetlejuice, Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson, and Hamilton. I liked Hades Town. Hades Town's okay. I haven't listened to the full thing. I was on that in 2009 when it was just a folk concept album because I liked Aeneas Mitchell, and then suddenly it was like, oh, this is a Broadway play now. Fuck. Shit, dude, Hamilton, it's like there's a lot to talk about, but not. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, the music's real good. Did it, like, being able to see the full thing, or have you actually? We have not even discussed if you watched the yeah. full. Okay. Yes, I did, because I, I, I used my friend's Disney+. Plus. Um, Did it hit you uh, emotionally? Because for me, I've listened to the soundtrack so many times, I was like, ah, oh, this is where he gets shot. Okay, what's up next? It was interesting because, I mean, I, th at that point, I'd stopped listening to it, like, so long ago because, like, yeah, yeah, I'd listened to it a fuck ton, but it was, like, back in, you know, like, 2016. So it had been a while, so it was interesting because it was almost like listening to it fresh again, but it was also, like, you know, you listen to it so much, you build up, like, this mental picture of certain events. Yeah. So it was weird, like, seeing stuff. What's his face? Jonathan Groff's fucking... Oh, how have I, we I, not is... talked about Groff sauce yet? Yeah, that's true. Uh, everyone was talking about the fact that he spits a whole, whole lot. I was more um, distressed by the very intense, prolonged eye contact and lack of blinking. Oh, no, I, I loved it. I loved it. He might be the one of- Oh, I mean, like, it was a, it was obviously a choice. He is, uh, <laughs> he's probably one of my highlights of the play. Him and anytime David is on screen. Like, that's it. When I go through cycling and a Hamilton song comes up, I can almost guarantee if it's a Lynn-focused song, probably gonna skip it. If it's Wait For It, no, I've got a belt. Oh yeah, can't skip Wait For It. A Lynn-focused Lynn song that I will let play is uh, Battle of Yorktown. Oh yeah, I don't consider that, I consider that everyone-focused. That's like everybody. No, um, that one's good. I will get into my shot and... Um, Oh shit, what's the one that ends it? Because my shot is the opening and then it ends with um, 
Oh, fuck. What's the name of the... How can I not remember one of the most iconic songs? It's when he moves to New York. It's right after Battle of Yorktown. Uh, nonstop. That's it. I will I'll jam to nonstop. And then that one, any, I, I try to sing all the parts at once. Yeah. And then give yourself an aneurysm. That's me with, uh, with uh, uh, my shot. I will go through and just like go very French for a moment and then go down here for this. And then I'll go... <laughs> Like, full of them, and then uh, any David song. It's actually, I've read it, it's in the Constitution. It's illegal to skip a David song. <laughs> oh, man. I also remember, like, the really good memes that popped up around it. Yeah. Where it was like, Dear Theodosia, what to say to you? You have my eyes, give me back my fucking eyes. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, act one, take the bullets out your gun. Act two, take the bullets out your son. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, I think one of my favorites was, everyone give it up for America's favorite fighting French fry. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um, is this the Tumblr memes you're speaking of? Uh, yeah, those, you know, Tumblr was where those memes were, so. Okay, I thought, I thought it was gonna be cringier because Tumblr has returned because Castiel told Dean that he loves him, and then (laughs) Dean was like, fuck off! And then Castiel went to super hell. Um, God, I wish that show was still good. This is my entry point into the horrible story I'm going to tell you. So, yeah, uh, you're going to outshine the fuck out of me in in the fanfiction department with your two songs and your production values while I dick around acapella like a scrub. Uh, so this is where I'm going to make it up now with, with the fact that I, I am, have been, and always will be disgustingly online. <laughs> So yeah, we uh we don't talk about fan fiction much for a show about fan fiction. We mostly just write our own, but it, our quote fan fiction is really just us being like, let's write a fun thing about stuff. We yeah. really don't reckon with like the popular and sort of upsetting tropes of typical fan fiction the, the last time we had to confront a fan fiction we had to talk about my immortal and i yeah. think that's why we said you know what let's not go back into that well we'll just do it ourselves have i got a story no <laughs> so i remember this because i was here for it <laughs> I, I was obviously not directly involved in it because I don't know any of these people and I don't write fan fiction and I don't interact really with fandom, but I watched it happen as one drives by like a car wreck. So I can, I can tell you about it. The Hamilton fandom, man. Shit's something else. The only ship I will acknowledge is one that I'm fairly sure Lynn put in on purpose and it's Hamilton and... um. Ah, oh, shit, what's Anthony? I remember it. Anthony Ramos's name, but not the character's name. Uh, Lawrence. Yeah, like them being all sorts of up on each other's bones. I'm like, yeah, I can get behind that, because uh, it yeah. reads so well. They they were. that. Well, yeah, that was the other, that was when you talked about seeing it, um, 
he is not convincing as his child. It's really fucking awkward when he has to yeah. be like his young child. Like when it's in your head, you can just sort of picture whatever. But when he's like walking around on him, like on his knees and is like, daddy, daddy, I'm going to rap for you. Two scenes ago, I was your buddy slash lover, John Lawrence. <laughs> this isn't weird. <laughs> and then I was murdered, daddy. I think, I think Lynn was aware because like, the minute he turns around, the whole audience uproarous laughter. Like, this is some bullshit, Lynn. You know what you did. It's just deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like, that's that's a man, Lynn. That is a man you're making be a seven-year-old boy. Would you have rather <laughs> had it be fucking, um... God, why can't I remember anyone's name? Would you have rather it been Hercules Mulligan? As <laughs> What's up, Daddy? I'm a rap for you. What's up, Daddy? It's me. But yeah, the Hamilton fandom was just a real unique and particular kind of... Mad horny. Mad horny. Deranged. Mad horny and just bizarre in such strange ways. So, okay, there were these two Hamilton fan blogs. Please tell me there was a war between the two Hamilton blogs. I no, need no, this. They, they actually, okay, so uh, Al Allo Lesbian and Blue Sky Sapphic were okay. the two blogs. Those are those are Tumblr names if I've ever heard them. Also, yeah. I love you've now reached the point where you realize you have to actually talk about this and you went from oh let's talk about Tumblr to okay, um fuck, there were two blogs and I don't have to say this, right? Please. I okay, here's the thing. I have it pulled up on my phone because to make sure I get the details right because it's so fucking involved. <laughs> and so what it was was that uh, one of them started this Tumblr called HIV Living to raise awareness about, like, issues of living with HIV-positive status. Yeah, this is starting out with, oh, this is actually very good, it's raising awareness, but also in the back of my head I'm remembering, oh, it's Tumblr, though. It is Tumblr, though. Where's the bad turn gonna come? Yep. And... So it got, like, recommended by, like, a lot of different Tumblr and Twitter users as, like, a really good source on, like, HIV-positive uh, issues. And it was run by these two users, Allo Lesbian and uh, Blue Sky Sapphic, and their real names were uh, Isra, who was a non-binary Chinese-Pakistani uh, person uh, who was, like, a human trafficking survivor who was living in India, and then Naj, who was a U.S.-born lesbian uh, woman of color who was also living in India. Just and so they were running the blog together. Quickly gonna dox both of them. That's cool. <laughs> awesome. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, no! So they both said, you know, that they were HIV positive, and that was what made them, like, want to run this blog together. And... While they were running the blog, they did, like, a fundraiser for, the, they, like, linked to, like, a cash me thing saying that they were having, like, issues with medical expenses, you know, because they were, like, living with HIV and stuff. And then one person, one user, uh, so the blog, I'm not going to be able to pronounce their fucking username, but the blog they ran was called Cardiotoxin, so I'm just going to call them Cardiotoxin. Cardiotoxin thought that 
the cash me like fundraiser thing was kind of shifty. No, no. <laughs> and did some digging and was like, this account seems US based, which is weird since both the people who run this are supposed to live in India. Well, we have, we've got fans in India, so it's not like they not, they, they can speak English and like us, like. But the, the account was like the bank account was in the US. Okay, that'll do it. That'll do it right there. (laughs) And so they confronted them about it. And it turns out after uh, much back and forth that one of the moderators of HIV Living confessed that she was actually a white US college student. Uh... And that both Naj and Isra did not exist. Both were sock puppets by this uh, white college student. She did not have HIV. She did not live in India. And then she posted this confession on the HIV living Tumblr, tagged it as Hamilton, and she said she would repay the people who she had defrauded. And so Cardiotoxin sent her an ask saying, why did you do this? And so she created the identities first to justify writing an HIV-centric modern high school AU Hamilton fanfiction. Whoa, what, whoa, what, what, what? Because, like, you you got so far without mentioning Hamilton that I was afraid that you were going to be like, Lin-Manuel Miranda was operating this Tumblr, (laughs) and somehow it didn't get back to us. No, so she didn't want to get shit for writing a modern high school AU Hamilton fanfiction that was all about them having HIV. And so she figured, I will create a fake persona of a person who has HIV and be like, it's okay, I can write this fanfiction. I am a person of color who has HIV. And then they... They posited themselves as an expert for discourse credentials. And then, so in this response, they said, I guess I just found their lives so interesting compared to mine that I wanted to be involved. I know that's awful, but it's the truth. And Cardiotoxin says, it's not because you wanted 600 kudos on AO3. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I I don't. (laughs) The story isn't over yet. No! I'm just, before you keep going, I've never, I've written for a very long time, and I've never thought, if I'm gonna put a, a, a person of color, I need to pose as a person of color on the internet. Otherwise, I don't have permission to write about this. Like, no! Well, because here's the thought process. If I don't want to try or do any sort of research and just want to fuck around and do it badly, if I pretend that I'm a person of color or a trans person or a person with HIV, then no one can criticize me. Oh, oh <laughs> so, gross. It's, yeah, it's it's very icky and bad, but um, I'm not done yet. So some people claimed that the whole reason that cardiotoxin even went sniffing around for the truth in the first place because uh, HIV living, this you know, this person running these sock puppet accounts on this fake HIV Tumblr had, with the help of her followers, forced cardiotoxin to delete. Oh, boy, this is going to be a bunch of words, I say. They're Hamilton RPF cannibal mermaid fic from archive of their own. <laughs> You know what? 
Cardi- cardio up until the fucking five yard line. I was on your side, and then right now I've turned. I've turned on you. Now, are you aware of what RPF is? Role play fiction? No, that wasn't. That's just fa- like I don't know. No, I don't know what it is. Real person fiction. Oh, so it's like friend fiction. So yeah, instead of like sh- it being about like Alexander Hamilton and John Lawrence, it's about Lin-Manuel Miranda and what's his face, what plays John Lawrence. So they were mermaids and they also ate people? And then they banged, I guess. I, I have not read it. I, I'm willing to put <laughs> but some I'm, money though. I'm willing to assume. And they think people think that might have been the motivation for uh, cardiotoxin to go after them in the first place. This is like the John Mulaney bit. Well, we don't have time to unpack all of that, but. (laughs) And so that's just one of those things that's taking up space in my brain that could be devoted to literally anything else. It's just an insane sentence that, oh yeah, you know, the Tumblr user who wrote the Hamilton RPF cannibal mermaid fanfiction that got shut down by the Tumblr that wrote the modern day high school AU HIV-centric Hamilton fanfiction, who, as it turns out, was actually two sock puppet accounts by a white a U.S. college student who was race faking in order to defraud people of money, but initially was just doing it so they could write HIV fanfiction. Tumblr! This is like our BuzzFeed Unsolved. Like, that's what we (laughs) are. Many people think that the reason that they went after him was because he had to take down his Hamilton RPF mermaid cannibal fanfiction. But other theorize there might be something darker underneath. It's also just a great sentence to say to a person who does not spend the majority of their time on the internet because it sounds like you're speaking fucking Chinese. Also, by the way, I have gotten into BuzzFeed Unsolved after not understanding your BuzzFeed Unsolved reference in the fucking My Immortal episode. <laughs> Finally started watching it. And I'm, Fuck yeah, it's so good. We might just do an episode on BuzzFeed Unsolved. There is a lot of fan fiction about Shane being a demon and Ryan running around and never realizing it. You mean th- that's reality. That's the truth. <laughs> People write RPF for BuzzFeed Unsolved. Should we? Should we just do it? Should we get into it? No reason not to. All right. I don't want to give any any information on what I've done here. I kind of want you to just come into this completely blank. Yeah, you. I've also got the audio sent to you so you can drop it into the episode so the people will hear that good, pure, uncut shit. Okay. But uh, do you do you have our watch together room up so you can hear my jam? I, I do indeed. And I've titled it shit. <laughs> so I see. All right, three, two. 
How does a tech guy, sidekick, a femme fatale and a grappler Trapped when a painting got snatched up What happens when the burglarers burglary goes sour? They'll be in jail in just a few hours When a million dollar opportunity that is so unique Things are looking bleak and they just all want to shriek And they just all want to sink And then they just hear him speaking This man he says they'll be rich as kings after the weekend and every day they thought would they be and hustled and led astray they sat and prayed hoping this job would pay off inside they were terrified that they'd be laid off the crew knew they had no choice but to take off the next day came the squad was all in pain they all saw their future drip dripping down their drain but they got their act together they just had to stay sane and obey this rich crane and hop aboard his plane well, the world got around, they got filled up with their fear, man As they climbed up into the higher atmosphere And their fears came true, been betrayed by the crane They swore, spat, and cursed his name What's your name, man? Darius the Rumble Grouch My name is Darius the Rumble Grouch and I'm the baddest motherfucker here And I'm taking down the plane Down the money plane Our hero edge in the cockpit Sick of oh, it's it still going, baby. Two oh hours God, later so Edge much. and his crew it's so, so shaken Half dead Having broke a few joints and kicked groins And Edge took the money But they left the bitcoin <laughs> And as for the rumble The rumble the rhymes didn't so run and hide oh, Left him with fuck. nothing but ruined pride Potential Homicide, a voice saying, Rumble, you gotta fend for yourself. He started reloading and mowing down the killers on the shelf. You see, there was nothing left to do. See the rumble shoot and shoot. He ended up dead and destitute without an ounce of retribution. Started bleeding, seeing how his failed plans turned out. On the money plane, the garbage can was waiting for the grouch. Cursing out every name that he could remember. The grouch is at his end. See him now as he tremors. The life leaves. His eyes as he looks up and he mutters, I'm the world's baddest motherfucker. Atomic now, see if you can spot him. Another man is there, and alligator got him. His enemies destroyed his rep. The money blank forgot him. We fought for him. Me, I died for him. Me, I trusted him. Me, I loved him. And me, I'm a damn drone with a gun. He's the best motherfucker here. your name, man? Darius the Rumble Grouch. Fuck, dude, the production value. I hate you. Ugh.
This is why I was so nervous, is I was sitting here like, this is Megan's territory. I don't know if she, if they're gonna do the same thing or... So I was like super nervous, but I did have five more concepts for songs. One was guns. I, can't, I cannot believe you. <laughs> you. You are going. You, you, you do. You have your own fucking album. You have your own album. You well, have your own album. <laughs> I only wrote out two of them, but I wrote guns and. Oh, I just I just rewrote two Hamilton songs. No big deal. Like you, the fucking you, the fact that you were able to preserve that much of the original rhyme composition, <laughs> like fuck. Um, I didn't. I, I was gonna do uh, guns Mine's and ships. Mess. <laughs> I was gonna do guns and ships, but instead of it being Lafayette, it was going to be drone with gun, and then the drone <laughs> would be rapping. That's pretty fucking funny. I was gonna do wait for it, but it was all gonna be about the fact that WWE superstar Edge never fights in this fucking movie, so he's asking the audience <laughs> to wait for the fight. <laughs> That's extremely good. Then 10 Dual Commandments, but about the Russian roulette game bet between the cowboy and sidekick. <laughs> and then the one I actually wrote out was the Skylar sisters, but it was the Lawrence brothers. <laughs> so it was... Shit, that's actually really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just all about Hollywood giving them money to do this. And then them just going, his brother's going insane, asking for roles in the play. Fuck me, that's funny. Oh, fuck. Okay, that was what I did. That's really good. <laughs> You're gonna have to put up with me doing acapella, I guess. It's okay. Because that's what I have to work with. I will say something, and that is that we both had a realization about the syllable counts. <laughs> it's insane. Like, the, the rewriting one of these songs is horrifying to actually have to try and do. Because you'll be like, oh yeah, rhyming. Just change the last word of all of these lines and then it can, anything can go in the line as long as the last word rhymes with the next. <laughs> but then with Lynn, he's like, no, 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 <laughs> you don't understand this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the internal rhymes, though. Yeah, they're... Oh, I lost a lot of shit. You kept a lot more uh, yeah. than I did. Yeah, no, I just mean you and I had a similar realization about uh, what things have the same amount of syllables in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Now I'm all fucking... Now I'm all timid. You got this, dude. I'm glad I'm a little buzzed. I will do my... Uh, I'll do Skylar Sisters, but about the Lawrence Brothers after this, if you do yours. Fine. I'm not gonna be able to get through this without giggling. I'm gonna be so fucking embarrassed. All right. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> Wait, I what just, is this uh, fucking uh, Green Day? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I just spent whole time fucking dunking on Lin Manuel Miranda for not being able to sing, and it's like I can't sing. <laughs> I also can't rap, and I'm about to try to do both. <laughs> <laughs> Which, well, before we, what did you choose? Did you go basic like I did with Alexander Hamilton? Or yes, I did. I did do Alexander Hamilton. Okay, because it's the easy. It's an easy one. <laughs> yeah. Until you're like me and go, how the fuck do do I make it sound like there's a crowd behind me? Time to yeah. download fifty new things to put into my sound mix. Sir. What kind of bastard, asshat, son of a bitch thinks that he can go and strike it rich in a high-stakes situation where things aren't quite as they seem? I know it sounds confusing, but soon enough you'll see just what I mean when a ponytailed 
former vet with a gambling debt, got in a little too deep with the wrong peeps, thought he was top of the heap, lost it all in a queen sweep. His freedom had now been priced almost impossibly steep. And while he was doing things too terrible to mention, someone off in the shadow started paying attention. Saved our man from the gallows with darkest of intention. Revealed to him a plan of most nefarious invention. I own your life, so you'll work for me or die. And with that in mind, your next job is in the sky. There's a billion dollars in a casino that's flying high. These are baddest motherfuckers. You'll have to be sly. He stared at his new boss and said, That shit is insane, man. It's hard enough just robbing casinos when they're on land. You said they're the baddest motherfuckers in the world, and I don't even know your name. What's your name, man? Darius, Darius the, the Rumble Grouch. <laughs> My, My name is Darius. Darius the Rumble Grouch. And, and I am taking down, down the money plane. Just, just you wait. wait. Just, just you wait. wait. People willing to gamble on any kind of action. People betting and raising the stakes for satisfaction on twisted games. To try their luck, just awestruck. As they bet to see a dude and an alligator fuck. <laughs> fuck you! Also, the dude from the beginning is former wrestler Edge. Don't remember his character's name, but he makes this pledge. Darius Grouch, he will not get away with this. He started to plot and concoct a plan to double-cross the bitch. There wasn't anything left to do except to gather up his crew. Sneak aboard the money plane, just make sure that no one knew that they were hacking. Tracking the signal for that bit. Coin. Then a lady tore a dude's ears off and kicked him in the groin. Scamming money playing while they were lying to the rumble. Planning their escape, hoping they don't take a tumble. Also, they duct tape and go down out of drum. <laughs> Just something else I thought you should know. This is a summary of money playing. Just you wait. The basic gist of money playing. A rough synopsis of money playing. A movie starring Just you wait. Darius the Rumble Grouch, technically Kelsey Grammer. Pretty sure it was filmed at your house. Probably in one day, but you sure had a lot to say. Oh, Darius the Rumble Grouch, Darius the Rumble <laughs> When America sees this film, oh, they'll know it was no success. But do you think that they'll ever guess it was made by TJ from Recess? <laughs> so... <laughs> Nobody fucked an alligator, that was kinda bullshit. Also, Edge spent the film alone locked in a cockpit. But still that droid did have a gun, so I guess that was something in Money Plane. What? Money Plane? No, not Money Plane. Yes, Money Plane. And me? I'm the damn fool that watched it. That's the movie that had Frasier right. But hang on, wait. What was his name, man? Darius, Darius the, the Rumble, Rumble Grouch. Grouch. <laughs> Bow! <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to know that my fears were not unwarranted that me and you both would say, we have to do money playing but Hamilton.
As soon as you realize that Darius the Rumble Grouch has exactly the same amount of syllables, syllables. as Alexander what? Hamilton, how can you not do it? <laughs> oh, fuck. I was like, okay, I'll just like make a, I'll just do Alexander Hamilton, but about a different movie. What should I do? And then just like, the moment I realized I am Darius the Rumble Grouch and I'm the <laughs> baddest motherfucker here, I went, fuck. I have see, to do my, that. Yeah, see, my, my brain realized, and I am taking down the money, money plane. <laughs> money plane. Oh, my God. Because I figured uh, that the gag was going to be wearing thin at some point. I'm like, I'm going to make this my swan song. <laughs> <laughs> With me, I was like, well, I, I, way too early did I focus on him turning on the grouch. And I said, well, the song is about Darius the Rumble Grouch, so I just got to make it about him dying now at this point. <laughs> okay, let me, fuck. And I'm going to pull up like the actual karaoke track to see if I can sync up, but I may not be uh, able to because I haven't practiced this one as much. But now, my performance of the Lawrence Brothers. There's nothing Hollywood loves more than to take a blank check and give it out to a star. They pull up in the limousines and gawk at some former child actor who can barely talk. Take Andrew Lawrence, the man is psycho. Uh-oh, but little does he know that his brothers, Joey and Matthew, realize that a new movie is their opportunity to get back to work, work, Matthew, work, work, Joey, and Andrew. The Lawrence brothers, Matthew, Joey, Andrew, what's the script that you've wrote now, Matthew? Oh, it's just a silly thing But we got some bros, right, Matt? Well, it's called the money plane But look at this, look at this There's a big-ass tice happening on this plane This plane Work so I'm gonna be the lead in this And I'm gonna play the ground. This is it, this is our big hit Gonna be on Fallon's couch Look around, look around Matthew, I think these roles are what we're meant for They're meant for it Hey guys, I think it's time to get to work, work I think it's time to get to work, work I think it's time to get to work, work Whoa, Actually, I was thinking you guys could play the concierge and the guy who gets saved by the drone with the gun. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I only wrote half. I only wrote half. Yeah, of- it. Honestly, that's that. That's fine. That's fucking funny. <laughs> I may go in and read because it's so quick. I may actually just redo this and just send it to you. Like, put in the good one. Put in the good one. <laughs> Oh, fuck me. Oh, fuck, we did it. <laughs> I, love, I love that we, but as soon as you started, I'm like, oh, fuck, they also did Money Plane. <laughs> yeah. My favorite was watching your face as the slow dawning of horror grew on it of, fuck, <laughs> shit, Money Plane, baby, Money Plane. <laughs> money Plane. And that we both had a joke about the guy fucking the alligator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the drunk guy. I should have said an alligator <laughs> fucked him, not an alligator got him. It just didn't work as well. Oh, I put so much effort into making sure that I would get a, a rhyme with fuck. <laughs> I gotta discuss this alligator fucking. Oh, shit. Well, Nothing else. We've done Hamilton. What are we gonna do next week? Which we have not planned. And I'm putting no. you really on the spot right now. 
Yes, I don't even have the thing up. I mean, last time you were just like, oh, fuck it, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and we saw how that yeah. turned out. Then we, yeah, then we fucking killed Sean Connery. <laughs> Uh-oh. By the time that comes out, it'll be fairly far removed from his death. I'll record something with just me. Just <laughs> like, hey. Sorry. Oops. Hey, when, when we recorded this, he was still very much alive. <laughs> so that gives us permission to talk about his weird Scottish animated film that he's done. Gives us permission to just be like, this the entire fucking time. I'm <laughs> like, it's okay. <laughs> um, you know, I've kind of got a lot of experience with it currently because it's the only thing that's kept me sane. Do you want to do a little DBZ? A little DBZ action? Oh, man, yeah. That'd be a fun road to go down. Yeah, <laughs> next week! Dragon, dragon, rock the dragon, dragon ball fan fiction. Uh, if you really hate yourself, you could watch the uh, live action movie. No. Uh, well, <laughs> you do have a history of making me watch shitty films for this podcast. So maybe. I mean, if you really hate yourself. <laughs> uh, but until then, where could people find you on the internet? Well, if they want to see where I work, work, podcast. Fuck. You tried. You tried. I I tried and I failed. Uh, But you know what? People should be proud of me all the same. Um, They can find me at onolitclass.com where I do the show called Oh No Lit Class. It'd be pretty weird if you went to onolitclass.com and you found something else. It's a show about books, classic classic literature, and also ding-dong humor. And it might be the thing that determines whether or not I get a job. <laughs> if, if Megan <laughs> is applying for a job with you, do not go to onolitclass.com. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> don't do that. Just, just be impressed at the fact that I have a podcast yeah. and that people know it and that I have sustained it for four years and go, hmm. Good job. And then don't listen to it until you hire me. <laughs> and then once you do, you can listen to it on alitclass.com. Um, and, and then if you want to see more stuff that I'd, if you want to read all of my rabid political tweets. <laughs> it's vicious. If you want to, yeah, if, or if you, if you want to basically see all of my retweets about Gritty and how much I love Gritty now that he's become an important political figure. <laughs> Gritty fucking can, rips. I love Gritty. Hell yeah. Uh, you can check that out on Twitter, at Meg underscore Danger. If you're hiring me, also don't look at my Twitter. <laughs> Fuck. Like, part of me is like, we should do an episode on Gritty, but another part of me says we should try to get Gritty on as a guest. I don't know how that would work. but I, I don't I don't either, but you know what? I'm willing to try. Can Gritty speak? It could be us reading fan fiction about Gritty too gritty and then gritty has to just come to terms with what the internet thinks about him scotty do you really want to read the fan fiction that's out there about gritty are you ready for that if i got to have that horrifying orange visage just looking back at me and being like i approve or no i don't approve like it would because i don't think gritty can talk but like if we could just be like okay he's nodding for this one he seems to like this one gritty's down for that one (laughs) Gritty's super into into cock and ball torture, as it turns out. Uh, well, if he's the one doing it. Also, you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And you can check out all the other programs I'm on at a load of purebs.com, including 
my long-running fanfiction, The Mini Adventures of Sammy Magic. All the Harry Potter, none of the turf. And you can find that at a load of PureBS.com. Just the smoothest transition. Yes. Yeah. Like, like butter. Our intro music is by Best Day. He's related to me. And you can, if you like that music, you can listen to more of the music that he makes at soundcloud.com slash best dash day or by searching best day on Spotify or Apple Music. And please, for the love of God, consider donating on Patreon. You get access to exclusive content. Me and Meg have yet to figure out what our special little show we put up there will be. But that's going to be there. We've got a Discord where we hang out, go on virtual trips to Disney World, do all sorts of fun bullshittery. And you can get that by donating at patreon.com slash a load of B-S. Work, work. Scotty. (laughs) (laughs) Now it sounds like a fucking, like... A-, a commercial for a weird, like, local business. Work, work, Scotty, Scotty, <laughs> the man who fixes your electric. <laughs> What's up, folks? My name's Scotty Moore. I'm going to come down there just put my tool in your little pipes, and by then they going to be just work, working. I tell you what, work, work, Scotty. <laughs> Scotty. We're just like a, a really horrible local business and all of our advertisements are just themed to like Hamilton. But but we don't realize it. Like we don't realize no, we're ripping off. No, Hamilton. we do we oh, do realize worse. it. Like there's shot yeah, there's shot on like a horrible like home video thing. We're wearing like really bad Hamilton outfits, but we're holding like repair tools. <laughs> It's like, what are you looking for? I'm looking for appliances that work, work. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Bill Clinton, and I'm here because I'm here in every used car dealership thing, even though it's fucking 2020, and I'm very outdated. But I'm still here, Bill Clinton. They like to work, work, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not standing still. I'm lying in wait for your calls right now. (laughs) 